It's the ABC's High School Teachers Really Need to Know, Season 3, Episode Number 17, Quit Stressing Over Reteaching. Remember to like, comment, and subscribe, or buy the books on Amazon.com. It's good to be back with you. I hope you're having a fantastic week, and I hope you had a great weekend. Uh, and and just rocking and rolling in the classroom, as I always say. Wanted to start this week's episode by asking you a couple of questions, and and those those are really self-reflective questions on. Uh, points that I make all the time and a couple of which I've really sort of hit home in the last few weeks just to kind of see where you are in your process and in your thinking. Uh, just just reflect on these questions. Pause it if you need to, but I just want you to reflect on this. Number one, do you build in time for exploration and curiosity and just the natural ups and downs of the education process. You know, education certainly is messy. Education takes time and it doesn't work well in those sort of generic time units that not only us as, as teachers, uh, you know, in the classroom sort of kind of fit things into because we have to, but also the way that school is sort of built, right, on those generic time benchmarks as opposed to benchmarks based on learning. So the question is, is do you, within that framework, build in time to, again, have that flexibility, the flexibility required to learn, required to, uh, you know, explore and, and, and allow them to do all those things that we want and be empowered and own the learning and inevitably make the mistakes and then overcome those mistakes, uh, which, of course, is the learning. So that's kind of question one. And Question number two is, do you use feedback to adjust your, your, your teaching, the point in the content, the learning? Do you make adjustments based on your feedback from your assessments? Not just the formative ones that are sort of along the way, but also your big sum of assessments, big labs, big tests, big projects. Do you actually go back and reteach? And sort of question 2B, if you will, is something we talked about quite recently, a couple of weeks ago. And that's the idea that every class should be actually comprehensive anyway, meaning built upon the essential questions and built. So in a, in a way of thinking, classes should always be comprehensive and cumulative based on those central questions. So the question to be, so to speak, is, is your class comprehensive? And so I ask you those two questions or three questions, if you want to consider it that way, for a very specific reason. Because in this week's episode, we're talking about reteaching and few things stress out teachers as much as the just notion of reteaching and there's a really good reason for that honestly because we know in a in a job in a world of education that is so incredibly busy so incredibly demanding it's just easier to resort to more standardized factory approaches and so when we're stressed by time 
meaning literally, you know, we've got to get this many units done and get these things done by the nine weeks or the end of the semester. And then we've got all the work and paperwork that goes along with being in the classroom. It's really stressful when we think about reteaching, not to mention we're dealing with individuals, right? Where we're dealing with X amount of kids, whether that be 15 or whether that be 30 in a classroom. And the notion of reteaching is really, really challenging. But if you think about it, isn't that what assessment is for? It's feedback, right? And so we have to think about these three questions and, 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 and how it relates to reteaching, which really reteaching means going back and filling in gaps. And so in, you know, in a given unit, students sometimes may get that unit really quickly. Sometimes it may take a little extra time. And so flexibility is important anyway. Being dynamic and building in that time, that first question, is so important. And then that second question, just sort of dealing with the, the, the notion of, you know, is your class comprehensive and are you able to buy into this idea that you need to really individualize your learning and and adjust and constantly reinforce over and over and over again. You know, do you build in the time to be flexible? Do you set up a classroom where kids are seeing essential ideas over and over again? And then again, are you, when you give assessments, responding to those assessments? Meaning you're either adapting, and that doesn't always mean to the negative. A lot of times students or teachers think a lot of times if, if students don't do well, uh, and, and that's that's sort of where they live, but how often do we actually think about uh, if, if they do better than may be expected or better than the year before or the previous period, and we you know need to challenge them more. So again, this the 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 the, the episode is about reteaching, but the underlying theme here is one, use your assessments, but two, be flexible, right? And so that's what we're really talking about. And and I think reteaching gets a bad rap, not only because of sort of the the, the stress that it sort of lays out for teachers, right? Because of the systemic sort of barriers and obstacles that a lot of times can come along with reteaching. And but but I think it gets a bad rap also because it feels like, well, they didn't get it the first time. Uh, I didn't I, I didn't put all of that in all that work in and do all that effort only for these kids who didn't try or kids that didn't get it, you know, for me just to get slowed down based on this group or, you know, I just I'm going to move on because they didn't do what they were supposed to. And I, and I do think a lot of teachers actually think that way. I, I do. I'm just, just going to be honest with you. And I have challenged you to sort of change your mindset and remember that, you, you know, kids like adults, rarely can learn things just because they see it one time. And that's why I talked a few weeks ago about the importance of having a class that's truly cumulative and comprehensive, the opportunity to truly see those things over and over and over again, because it takes time. 
And so even if you do spend two weeks or a week or whatever on, on some concept, fractions or, you know, whatever the, the, the content area that you're working in, you know, nouns or some story that you've, you know, book that you've been reading, um, even if you spent two weeks, you know, it just simply may take more time. And so if something is truly important, meaning it's an essential question, you know, an essential idea, main idea underlying your classroom and your content, isn't it worth reteaching? Isn't it worth individualizing the instruction? And a lot of times, again, that, that's really stressful for the reasons I already mentioned. Particularly when, I, I'll remember, I'll just say this, about seven or eight years ago, I had a a series of classes and I was teaching five periods out of seven a day. And of those five periods I was teaching, four of the classes, I was teaching biology, four of the classes was was absolutely killing the content. But I had one that would trail behind so badly and 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 for a lot of folks that would really stress their stress stress the teacher out and stress uh the system for that teacher out but i just really took it as a challenge because i i am a believer in differentiated instruction i'm a believer that you know we've got to do everything we can to sort of uh you know make it possible for students to get their needs met no matter where they are you know in in, in the learning if something's really important right if it's truly essential that they get that, then I have to slow down. But anyway, uh, in, in that particular period, I, I, I offered additional resources, additional time. Not that it wasn't available to my other periods. It just was something that I knew would uniquely fit uh, that particular period. Some of the resources that I was giving, I would really spend a lot more time with a few different strategies uh, that really moved the needle. And so I was dealing like on a given assessment, they would be six to eight points behind uh, uh, the other periods. And, and that's a pretty huge gap. And so over time, I was able to close that gap, catch those kids up, and, and 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 get them to where they needed to be. And it wasn't that, you know, I was in a completely different unit all year long or completely on the you know different ends of the of the planet or hemisphere when it comes to what I was trying to teach them. I mean I wasn't that disjointed from class to class, but I did have to differentiate. And dang it, after a test, if these kids didn't know what I needed them to know, I was gonna have to reteach. I was going to have to spend an extra day or two at least reteaching and bridging those gaps. And I'm here to tell you that that's okay. That's okay. And a lot of you are like, oh, I, you know, I just can't do that. I cannot do that because I won't get to blah. Well, the truth is if they don't learn blah, who cares if you get to blah? Meaning if they don't learn A, getting to B, C, D is irrelevant. Especially if your class is truly built on essential questions, big ideas, you can't afford them not to get one of those. And you can help yourself by, again, getting off the sort of time roller coaster where I have to care, I have to cover 13 units at all costs and instead focus on integrated lesson design, focus on building in exploration. That just makes learning more fun anyway and gets them to own it. We've talked about all of those kinds of things. Um, but, but you have to individualize it and you, and you have to build in that flexibility to achieve it. You have to be dynamic. 
I also think constant reinforcement of the essential ideas is really important. Meaning whatever the main ideas are, you know, whatever you're, you know, you're, you're harping on, whatever you're really trying to drive home, you have to constantly reinforce, constantly reinforce, you know, diversify your instructional strategies, diversifying your assessment strategies, all those things that we're talked about, we've talked about. I think all of those things are okay to utilize and they're imperative to utilize them because again, the goal is to focus on meeting the needs of individuals. And so I guess the way to really wrap your mind around this um, is, is to think to yourself, do I use my assessments? You know, because that's obviously going to be the key to me sort of identifying whether or not I need to go back and reteach. And let's say you don't go back and have dedicated lessons to the content you just covered. Fine. It still should be a really good practice, a standard practice for you to constantly stay, again, comprehensive and cumulative, to constantly connect one unit to another unit. That's all about transition, right? You need to transition from unit to unit, day to day, heck, even year to year, meaning it's important to build in transitions from biology to chemistry or from algebra to geometry. And some of that naturally works itself out in, in the way that classes are built within the curriculum. But I think you have to be really intentional about making sure that you're linking. Again, it's, it, it's, it becomes, speaking of disjointed, if you don't transition really well, it becomes really a disjointed discussion uh, day to day, week to week, unit to unit, year to year for students. I think you have to be really good at transitioning. And if you do those things... You know, it, it, it honestly makes the need to reteach less important, right? Because kids usually do better. I think that's, just, again, just good teaching. A good teaching practice is to be good at transitioning and, and being clear on main ideas and how they relate to each other and relate to the real world. And so I know I'm kind of hovering in a bunch of different areas and reviewing a bunch of important practices. But again, this is an episode on reteaching. And one, we can't be scared to to reteach and you need to reteach when your assessments tell you you need to reteach. You need to know that they understand and can utilize the material. But an important discussion on not stressing about reteaching is to do everything you can proactively to avoid having to reteach. It should be such an exception to the rule that you have to do that because you're so effective at delivering the lessons that you're supposed to be delivering. And, and, and the way to really do that, that's not a, you know, impossible standard for you. I don't mean it that way. And I don't mean to be accusatory or, you know, <laughs> overly aggressive when I said that. What I mean is it needs to be a standard practice that you're going to reinforce uh, main ideas. You're going to transition well. And you're going to use the expertise that all of you have to make sure that you're giving students multiple opportunities in a comprehensive course to see things over and over again. That's just going to build confidence and familiarity. Not to mention, if you practice and use things more and more and more, it becomes obviously easier to do that. 
So I think that's all really, really important. And, and I think it comes down to us really needing to change our mindset about what we think about when it comes to reteaching. You have not failed, and quite frankly, neither have they, if you need to resort to reteaching. Reteaching means that we just need more work because they are human beings, just like you are. And they operate in a world just like you, where we need things explained to us again. And we may need more time. They don't operate. Education doesn't operate in a time frame because it's Friday. I have to have this now. I've shared with you many times that I'm pretty good at tying my shoes, but I didn't learn that as quick as other kids. But who cares? <laughs> I've learned it. I did fail tying my shoes, if you remember me telling you that story. Uh, I did. I, fell, got an, I got an unsatisfactory in, in kindergarten for being able to tie my shoes, but I can do it just fine now. So you see, my point is always, it's about mastery. And reteaching is a critical part of mastery. And so remember that. And even if those are kids, you know, by and large that didn't try the first time and didn't put in the effort, again, we're, we have to be committed to them. You know, we have to motivate and use all those teacher tricks to do what we can to connect them to that material. If those things are truly essential and mastery is really that important, we have to be willing not to sacrifice more instructional time. Don't think of it that way. Again, it's a mind shift. We have to commit to spending additional time making sure they master those essential questions. It's not time lost. It's time meeting the objectives. And again, period to period, class to class, meaning year to year, students are different. What's the variable there? Well, it's kids. It's individuals. Kids are different every single year. Everybody says, well, kids are, kids are kids. And that's true from behavioral standpoints. But there's just going to be years where students learn at different paces. Different classes learn at different paces. Kids learn at different times of the day. You know, it's just, there's so many variables. And at the heart of all of that discussion is, of course, the individual. And so we have to be willing to individualize our instruction and our individualize our assessments. And then use those assessments to generate more mastery. We have to make that work. And the way to do that, again, is to build in flexibility. And when you lose some time, you may gain it back in the next unit. Again, learning's messy. Learning's messy. I've said it like eight times and you've already known it. But we have to actually believe it. So don't be scared of reteaching. It can be a critical part of the learning. It can lay those you know, stones on that road uh, that smooths that path over for them on content coming later. Not to mention if you valued it as an essential question, an essential main idea, don't they have to get it? Isn't that what we're supposed to be doing? Isn't that why we assess? Just something to think about. That's it for this week. Thank you so much for joining me on this particular episode. Hope all of you just knock out some uh, 
some challenges and overcome some uh, obstacles and teach those kids like I know every one of you are. You're incredible educators. It's always fun to be with you. Until next time, see you down the road.